Hi guys, this is Creature Rain and welcome back to my podcast channel. So today we are actually going to be talking about mental health and the lockdowns. So do bear with us, I've got my lovely new colleague slash assistant, uh, Brandon, who's just started with us and we actually were talking about um, the effects of Covid and, you know, the fact that we may have potentially already had it back in uh in December, which we were both very, very ill um, and had the symptoms of COVID. So we're going to have a bit of a chat about, obviously, the effects of COVID and the whole lockdown experience. And of course, Brandon himself uh, was put on furlough and then pretty much told there was no job for him to come back to. Hence where he started with me. Um, so yeah, Brandon. Hiya. Hello. Hello. A lot that's come from it. Even people I know have been affected by it, or just me personally have been affected by it as well. So, um, obviously, you were telling me the other day that um, you had this really cushy job um, working mm. in a bar and yeah. you were furloughed. Yeah. And then you were pretty much told that you couldn't go back to work yeah pretty much I started there I worked there for about a month everything was fine I was really really happy with the way things were going I was enjoying my job everything seemed completely normal and the Covid was like a thing but it wasn't like properly being slapped down on there was no lockdown there was no nothing and then after about a month of working there I was basically told we're having to shut the pub we are forced to because obviously you know when all the bars yeah. shut down and so yeah, that happened, and then it all opened back up again, and I was very hopeful, and I was like, okay, I can finally get back to work, finally get some stuff done, feel productive, and they basically, on the last day of furlough, just told me, oh, no, you, well, we don't need you, we're not busy enough, so you, I ended up losing the job to it. Well, it's um, it was quite a bit of a shock for you, because you do suffer with quite severe anxiety as well, mm. so how was your whole lockdown experience? Like, how were you feeling? How was your lockdown as it was it's really weird because of how like severe my anxiety is i don't really leave my house as it is so lockdown kind of felt normal for me but the effects it was having on my mum she's a very very has to be doing something has to be out person she's very like she's kind of the opposite to me i'm very anxious like reserved i stay inside she's always out if we go shopping or somewhere she's speaking to about eight different people that she knows yeah everyone knows her so it's yeah, it, it kind of it affected me because I saw how it was affecting my mum and it's affecting her really badly currently as well, like this lockdown, because she's a barmaid, she has been for 10 years and the pub that she works in has had to shut down because of a second lockdown. So, so with, um, you, you were just saying like how it's affecting your mum mm. and affecting you, how, how do you feel for yourself how it's affecting you seeing your mum the way she is at the moment yeah exactly like it doesn't really affect me because as I said I don't like I don't really leave my house so I'm kind of always on lockdown but when it comes to my mum like it's really heartbreaking to see how upset she is the fact she can't like go and see my nan my uh my mum's sister's actually just had a baby like literally a few days ago and she can't even go to see that because she's not in the same bubble as them, as you call it. So, so it's kind of got a massive knock-on effect, it's really. It's fully, like, got my mum down. Like, my mum is... 
my mental health recently has actually perked up a lot, but hers has gone down. It feels like we kind of switched places. It's really, really weird. Well, I guess because now you're at work with myself, we've got our own social bubble. Mm. Um, it's pretty much just me and you at work exactly. five days a week and things. So for your mum not being able to get out and of course oh, no. she know, loves her job as well yeah. like she's she only works um two days a week because she has uh, a kid uh, another kid uh, <laughs> my younger brother so she has to look after him most of the time but um yeah she works two days a week but even like that's her social life yeah she loves like she doesn't drink but she she like she has all her locals because she's worked there for 10 years yes so that that is her social life really like she she loves going to work. Like it's very silly her hobby as well as her job. That which is why she's been there for ten years. So, so obviously, um, I know your mum comes picks you up, drops you off, and mm. what have you. Mm. Um, so that's her only form of getting out the house really. At she the minute, literally isn't offers it? majority of the time because she's like, <laughs> I want to go out and do something. Yeah, she'll go to my stepdad's because they're in the like, same bubble as well. Like we we live apart, but like they obviously see each other a lot. So that's like all she can do really yeah. she's just going over spending time with my stepdad spending time with his kid which she's raised from like a baby so it's kind of her kid as well that's what she classes it as so really she she's getting out there but mm. she's very much yeah um it's a big change for her she's yeah. still managing to get out and do some things but obviously there's way too many restrictions to be able to do she used to like taking my younger brother to raise the roof they used to go all the time can't get there anymore obviously yeah. can't really take him to a park like, no. there's just not an awful lot she can do so no and with the whole um lockdown experience you know um as a parent myself um it's not easy because like for someone like myself who works full-time and on the weekends we like to go and do something out and about at the house so um it's very restricted but when we were furloughed here it was just like holy shit, what yeah. What am I supposed to do every single day? We pretty much lived in our pyjamas. Exactly. And the only time we changed our pyjamas was, of course, technically at bedtime. <laughs> we went into some fresh pyjamas and things. Yeah. But it is a bit of a culture shock. Um, mm. you know. exactly how I felt before I started work here. Because I was out of a job for a good, like, at least a month because I, just, like, I didn't expect it. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere, and I was like, "Oh well, I've still got my job. Like this lockdown will end, and everything will be fine." Like positive mindset, and then yeah, I just realised I lost it, but I hadn't been looking because I, I was happy with the job I had. Well, so I just spent every day just laying in bed, as you said. Like there's nothing more to do, really. No, and it's it's quite difficult because obviously, as a parent, you're trying to look after your children, mm. and you don't really think about the mental. health health effects it has on the child you just think oh you know they they don't really understand because they're young or yeah. like like yourself you're still you know you're a young adult so mm. for you, for your mum you're just like she's probably just been like oh you know I think he's okay he's okay yeah. he understands so he can deal with it in his own way but we don't really think of it like that as you said um you were looking forward to coming off furlough and going back to work so you had something to look forward to whereas like it was kind of like I was trying 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 to keep that positive mindset yeah. through lockdown but then it was kind of like a harsh slap in the face like oh okay this is worse than it actually is yeah so how did you feel when you got that slap in the face sorry then, that sounds really bad <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, whoosh. it was it literally kind of came out of nowhere because I asked them three times throughout like 
not working I was like are you sure like I can come back because like, I don't mind if you like need me to find another job I just want to know yeah like, I just need like I like knowing things in advance for example if I'm meeting friends I kind of overthink and I worry and I need to know a time yeah I need to be like are we meeting at seven they're like oh I don't know like oh I'm getting ready blah 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 I'm like yeah but can you set me a time I'm a very like yeah I know I'm exactly the same oriented person so if someone says to you oh I'm not sure yet just exactly. say alright I'm going to be at yours at like yeah, half seven it, for it, example it it off. it's like I can't I don't know what it is but I, it just really puts me on edge not yeah. knowing well it's like now we're in lockdown number two which is uh, mm. doesn't feel like a lockdown no, completely I th- I different I think it's because the first time it happened everyone was very scared and afraid and worried and I'm speaking just from from Cornwall's point of view maybe in London people are taking it seriously again but I feel like down here like because of the first lockdown no one really saw effects like I don't know about you but like no one I really like know has I think there's one person I know that's had like corona and they literally had it for a week and they were fine they didn't die nothing extreme happened no unfortunately we've got friends that have lost quite a few relatives and things to Mm. coronavirus but it's weird like after the scare we had this weekend and you know getting tested and things it really does put it into perspective like how anybody and everybody can get it but it's a case of making sure you keep to the two meter distance making sure you wash your hands Mm. wear face masks and things like that um and it is quite scary like having a chat with the managers this morning and their point of view of it all was exactly what i just said it until it actually hits home you don't really think of it Um, it's the exact same as like when you get ill yeah. if that makes sense like you, you live your everyday life not thinking about like oh I'm healthy today I'm happy today blah 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 until you're actually ill and then when you get ill you're like oh my god I wish I didn't have a blocked nose it's like you kind of take like not being ill for granted but when you are ill you realise how actually awful it is and how lucky you were to not have been ill before. yeah well it's like this morning just for example like this weekend like my mental health took a massive dip because mm. all I kept thinking of was if it comes back positive, I'm two weeks in lockdown, got two weeks worth of sitting at home in lockdown with everybody exactly. when I've got lots of work to get done, I'm behind as it is. And then it was all the repercussions of it all. Like, obviously we had our stepson over and the first thing that came to my head was his mother's not going to be happy. His mother's going to kick off. And... Yeah. It was like because we didn't have him for two, she didn't have him for two weeks. She was going to be on our case. Oh, you're not going to have him for two weekends and things. Mm. But it was kind of like, well, actually, you had him for nine weeks of lockdown. And speaking to my other half about it, I was like, dude, if she kicks off, I'm speaking to her. I'm speaking to her because it's my fault. Yeah, you know, I was made to feel like it was all my fault that it, we yeah. could come back with a positive result touch wood thank goodness came back negative and my mental health took a massive dip because I, I felt like it was all my fault and I felt yeah. worthless I was on the phone crying to my sister on my daughter's birthday and even to like one of our managers I was just in an absolute pickle but the mm-hmm. best thing about it all was like this morning I've come in I know I've got mm-hmm. a lot of work to do but I feel extremely positive yeah not from coronavirus, but I feel like my mental health has just gone whoosh. So, and it's not because I'm just drinking a tin of coffee right now. <laughs> um, but I feel very positive. I feel very upbeat, despite how much work we've got to do this week. Yeah. Um, so it's all, 
it's just weird how mental health like does take quite a toll and reading quite a few articles about coronavirus and the mental health um there was like a study in glasgow university and it was very bizarre they were saying how like suicide um, rates have taken a decrease and it's like no <laughs> if you look yeah, at the yeah, figures the, against it's, the case of think about it, like social life and mental health go completely hand yeah. in hand like the amount of people I know that have either like their relationships either struggled or their relationships completely ended and I'm talking people that have been in like well, even myself I was in a four year relationship and I, th- I, I think that Corona may have played a part in it yeah. because one of the like key reasons that we we broke up was because oh we weren't really like doing a lot we weren't really getting along but like what can you do in lockdown precisely even my nan who's been married to my granddad for like 20 30 years they she even my mum was telling me she was even talking to my mum like oh, I don't know if I want to be with Steve and my mum was like are you crazy like where <laughs> she's never once like complained about it before yeah I feel like lockdown has affected like loads of relationships whether it be friendships or like actual relationships i think it's also it's tried a lot of relationships like um for me and my other half it's it was kind of like we were supposed to got married in june yeah and it it kind of broke us the fact that we couldn't get married exactly and but then i don't know it made us a little bit stronger because he was battling his own mental health. Mm. I was trying to keep everybody strong and things like that. And when I broke down during lockdown as well, it, it was just like, I can't be this strong person anymore. I have to show my emotions. Yeah. And like, it kind of, for both of us, we got to really know each other a lot more. So for us, it actually improved our relationship a lot more. Yeah. And like you said, some people like yourself didn't come out of the lockdown with... A relationship. I, th- I think the main issue for me was we didn't live together. We don't live together. Mm. So obviously, we're not able to see each other. Yeah. Everything had to be through messages. And I, for one, I don't know if it's just me, but I really, really hate messaging. It makes me feel so on edge. I'm If I message someone, I'm anxiously waiting what they're going to reply. I've got all their replies going through my yeah. head. My It literally makes my heart race. I kind of check my phone every minute. Like Even if it doesn't go off, I can't just it to one side I, I have to wait for a message that is exactly what Aaron went through with his ex like with his his son's mum um, he was just worried about every single message was going to come back exactly negative. negatively yeah. and yeah it did but he, he was just constantly on edge like yourself no but that's just how I am as a person but I think that like because I overthink and I worry about everything, Corona's really difficult when I do happen to go out, like say I go to do shopping for mum or something. Yeah. Because I don't like I don't know if it's just me, but I always usually feel like I'm being watched and people are looking at me. But with this corona it feels like it's intensified. Yeah, well it has like if I cough I get stares and it's like <laughs> I don't have corona. I had a like a tickly throat. I just needed to Oh, so my daughter will sit there happily in a tray with a mask on and what have you, and she'll go, <clears throat> and I was like, <clears throat> and she'll just like, Eek. and you're just like, no, Melody, you can't do yeah. that in a supermarket, hence why I don't take her shopping anymore. Um, I just hate the glares. Like, it, yeah. even, even if I go <clears throat> to like clear my throat, you literally just instantly feel like attacked. You just feel yeah, like eyes just go. Boom. It's, like, it's understandable because they're worried, but it's like 
they, I don't think people realise how uncomfortable that can make someone feel, especially if they're struggling with mental health. Yeah, I know. Because like, if I walk through the street, like before Corona, and someone happens to look at me, because people do that, like you just glance, don't you? You look yeah. at anything around you, like you look at pens, paper, like whatever's near you. If I'm walking through the street and someone looks at me, but they don't smile, like they just kind of glance my way, I'm like... Yeah, you just like... I, I kind of like put my head down, like, oh, I don't like that, I don't... Why, why are you looking at me? Is there something wrong? Like, yeah, it's it's a bit of a strange time because everybody is, like you said, everyone's on edge. Everyone's exactly. paranoid. Everyone is very overwhelmed by the situation. It's like last Sunday, obviously, we were in first week of lockdown mm-hmm. and there was nothing on the shelves again. And I had to literally just say to my other half, it's like, dude, I don't feel well. He goes, what do you mean you don't feel well? I was like, I feel like I'm going to have a seizure. And he was like, is it because you feel overwhelmed by all the situation again? I was like, most likely it mm. is. It's affected my mum the exact same way. She doesn't, obviously, she doesn't get seizures, but she's had, there's been like at least three situations since lockdown. And as you said, it's going to be like a week, a bit over a week. I've come home and she's literally crying. Yeah. Like she's literally just having like mental breakdowns every other day. She just can't, like, handle it. No, it's... It's, it's just... really rough. Like, that's why I said it's affecting me. Like, the actual not being able to go out and stuff, like, yeah, it's a bit of a pain, but I can still go to work, which... Yeah. It's fair. Like, I'm getting out, I'm doing something. Like, she can't even do that anymore. Because... Maybe you should get your mum to give us a hand. <laughs> got a massive pile of stuff to get through. Mum, you've actually done labelling. <laughs> like, mum, do you mind making all the cups of tea? <laughs> but no... She it... could be the shredder. Yeah, sort of. that's, that's something we can get her to do. But it's, um, yeah, mental health and lockdown has affected quite a lot of people in so many different ways. And they go hand in hand, really. They it's do. Like the, the literal definition. Like, imagine without the corona circumstance, imagine if you just said to someone, okay, you're not allowed to leave your house for a month. Like, they'd literally be like, no, that's impossible. I can't do yeah. that. Like, no. It's like you're trying to live without social yeah. media or your mobile exactly. phone. You just can't do it. It's just, you can't imagine it. It's like, Back in the day, obviously, they didn't have it, so yeah. it wasn't there for them, so, like, it's not as hard. But, like, when you know it is a thing, and, like, you're so used to it, you're accustomed to it. Yes. It's it's just the main reason I think breakups are such a big problem. Like, like it's so hard to get over. Because if you've been with someone for, like, what, three, four years, like, five years, however long, you're used to it. You, you have them next to you. It yeah. feels like a mandatory, like, it's compulsory. And when that person's suddenly gone, it's just a massive, like, oh... Yeah, it's and just, it's not a choice either. You can't just one day go, "Oh, I'm gonna have that again," but which you can with a phone. It's literally just gone. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like two lose, people's actually decision. Losing and if someone. they don't want you, then that's it. Like you just have to live with it. Yeah, it's it's um it's a very very strange one. Um, like we were, me and another colleague were talking about um, the effects of lockdown has, and unfortunately, she's had first hand experience of. Um, a friend of hers, a very young lady who unfortunately took her life mm. because she felt extremely overwhelmed by everything that had happened. And personally, myself, I had an experience with a friend of mine who took his life um, because not just because of lockdown, but the relationship breakdown with it. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was also a business. For, um, you know, he's a small business owner who, well, he was and everything rolled into one and he unfortunately took his own life um and it's you know not just ourselves as individuals but small business owners are taking such 
a massive toll on it like we're very lucky because we have online as well as the shops um but those who own a small shop and are mostly like cafe or yeah something. high street related yeah. they're they're struggling as it is and you know it's very hard so um i will be trying to get in contact with a friend of mine who owns a small business and the effects of the coronavirus but that's going to be a kind of a sort of later episode because it's going to be more small business owners and mental health um but for now um obviously we've got a lot to work to do brandon <laughs> otherwise they're going to be like why is that not being done what have you guys not done that um, but yes, we will, um, I'm going to be following up after this, uh, conversation with Brandon with some hints and tips of how you can get through lockdown. Do you have any hints and tips of how you can get through lockdown coping mechanisms that you well, found one, was best for you? The one thing I would say, which I've done, and it's, I think it's improved my mental health a, a whole bunch and I'm, I'm just trying to do it, is I'm just trying to better myself as a person. That's all I think about at the minute. Like, all I have in my mind is, what can I do to, like, make myself better? So, for example, in my spare time, I used to just sit and play games, which, it's fun, yeah. but, like, there's a point where it becomes a borderline addiction. Like, that's what I'm <laughs> I'd go to work, go home, play games, go to work, go, and just repeat. Yeah. So what I've been trying to do recently is I'm trying to just make myself more productive as a person and on top of that, it's taking up new things, which is it's stimulating your brain and it's, you're not thinking as much about lockdown. So, for example, my friend, ha, he has a left-handed guitar. Yeah. And I'm ambidextrous. I'm very weird. I write with my right hand and stuff. But when it comes to playing pool or something, yeah. or guitar, I play with my left hand. Ah. And I've always wanted to learn guitar. And he mentioned this to me the other day and I was like, I'll buy it off you. So <laughs> I'm going to practice guitar through lockdown. Like, yeah. I'm going to, obviously I'll have to sanitise the guitar and stuff. Oh no, no. It's... I'm going to practice guitar through lockdown. I'm, uh, I have a keyboard at home. I'm going to get a MIDI cable. I'm going to try and make my music through lockdown. Just anything to kind of take my mind yeah. off it whilst making me productive as a person. No, that's pretty good. Like, it's from... the same as cooking. I'm yeah. awful at cooking. Absolutely awful. So I'm cooking myself like a whole bunch of new meals I've never cooked before throughout lockdown to try and improve myself as a person. So when I come out of lockdown, I have these extra skills that I wouldn't have had the time for had it not been for lockdown. No, absolutely. It's like well, with myself, I lost like two and a half stone working out through lockdown. Yeah. Um, And I got my daughter to be potty trained, which was kind of hilarious. like my other half was writing music again and I was just I don't know I was a bit of a weird one I was playing a lot of sims yeah after the little one went to bed and things but most of most of all I really got into my yoga exactly that kind of really helped isn't it it's just doing anything you can to make yourself productive teach yourself new skills it sounds stupid, but even small little things, like say there's one thing you've like always wanted to do or always thought was cool. Say so you, you went to the circus before and there was a juggler. And you're yeah. like, oh, juggling seems cool. Try it. <laughs> For an hour a day through lockdown. <laughs> By I, the end of it, you might be able to juggle. <laughs> it was weird because I've always wanted to try cutting down a tree. Yeah. I know it sounds really weird. And uh, we've got... we like we've... a good stress reliever. Oh, gosh, Rain yeah, it was actually. Um, one thing I learned, though, doing this... Do not leave the wash basket in the 
place where it's going to crash down on and don't leave your washing line in the way either <laughs> you get tree bark everywhere oh uh, well we had um, a dead palm tree in our back garden and it'd been bugging me for months and months and months to get rid of it because the previous tenants their dog just peed on it so it killed her mm-hmm. and i said to the other half i was like oh i'm gonna try and get rid of this tree so and i was like i always wanted to try this so i did have an axe and everything so we started chopping down this palm tree and I'll tell you one thing, it was so cool just like chopping it, you know, watching YouTube videos, just chopping, chopping, chopping. And it was such Did a... you shout Timber before I fell? <laughs> I know I didn't. I was like, Where's Should've. Melody? <laughs> I was like, Where's Melody before he falls down? Frankly, I forgot she was having a nap. So um but yeah, I got a lot of stuff done in the garden which was cool and stuff got the pickaxe out and did some it's gardening. It's just kind of finding anything to take your mind off it, really. It's oh, the same with yeah. anything. Like, if you're low about something, say, like, a relative's just passed or something, it's just, instead of wallowing and, like, sitting around and feeling sorry for yourself, it's like, if you do things to keep you active and keep your brain stimulated, yeah. it's like, it's going to feel a lot better. Yeah, it's, I would... It's obviously not going to cure it, but no. it's, it's going to toughen you up and help. Yeah. Well, one thing I've learned through many, many years of uh, going through bereavement issues and things, um, keeping busy and going to work always helped. And uh, that's going to be another episode. I'm going to be talking about mental health and bereavement. Um, but yeah, I guess keeping active, staying, you know, keeping yourself positive as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to agree with me on this one. It is okay not to be okay. You know, yeah, you're a no. guy. Yeah. And now and again, everybody goes through big yeah, no. breakdowns. I've, everyone in their lifetime has cried themselves to sleep. And if you no. say you haven't, you're just lying. Yeah, like, absolutely. Just, be honest. Right, we're going to leave it because we've got a lot of work to do. But thank you, Brandon, for taking the time to have a conversation with me on this. No uh, good thing that it's just me and you in here today. <laughs> but anyway, for now, guys, make sure you wash your hands, keep your face masks on and things. And I'm going to follow up with this conversation very shortly. But for now, take care, guys. Hello.